From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Thursday, December 15th. I'm Marco Werman. The Iraq war is over for American troops. For Iraqis like this journalist, it's a start of a new challenge. The day must come. I mean, Iraqis must stand up for themselves and begin. So the quicker we start, the quicker we'll be on our feet. And later, the WikiLeaks effect on government secrecy. WikiLeaks put national security secrecy on the map in a way that it had not been before. But has anything changed? That's coming up on The World. BBC News with Gaynor Howells. Russia has surprised Western nations at the United Nations in New York by circulating its own draft UN resolution aimed at resolving the crisis in Syria. Western countries have spent months trying to get their own resolution. From the UN in New York, Barbara Plett. Russia's UN ambassador Vitaly Cherkin said there was strong concern in the council about the deepening crisis in Syria and the draft Russian resolution was aimed at trying to end the conflict. His intervention took Western nations by surprise. They'd been trying to get the Security Council to act for months, but their attempts faced a Russian veto. European diplomats said they would negotiate on this text, but the current draft did not reflect the gravity of the human rights situation in Syria. They also said it suggested an equivalence between the regime and the opposition and insisted the Syrian government must bear primary responsibility for the violence. The head of the Bank of France, Christian Noyer, has hit out at international financial ratings companies, saying the arguments they use are often more political than economic. One of the agencies has threatened to downgrade France's rating. He said if they were considering economic fundamentals, Britain should be downgraded first, as it had a bigger deficit, more inflation, just as much debt as France and lower growth. Chris Morris reports from Brussels. For a central banker, these are rather extraordinary comments. But he also said the agencies have become incomprehensible and irrational. It's another sign of the sense of frustration across the Eurozone that last week's summit seems to have done little to calm the financial markets. Already there are political disputes brewing about the proposed new treaty, which all EU member states except Britain have agreed to consider. Part of the problem there is that there's no draft treaty text yet. Reports from Bahrain say that a blogger and human rights activist, Zainab al has been arrested during a protest on a main road leading to the capital, Manama. Activists have called for her release. Eyewitnesses say security forces used tear gas and stun grenades to disperse protesters. Sebastian Asher reports. Zainab al is the daughter of a well-known dissident who was sentenced to life in prison after the mass protest in February and March on charges of plotting a coup. Zainab herself has been briefly arrested before and staged a hunger strike to try to get her father and other members of her family released. Her blog has been one of the most prolific in detailing the continuing protests and the response of the security forces. The South African police say they've opened a case against two international media companies, Reuters and the Associated Press, for allegedly filming Nelson Mandela's residence. Colonel Vishnu Naidu told the BBC that it was illegal to film or photograph presidential homes. He said the cameras, which were permanently recording, had been removed from their location in the village in Eastern Cape, where Mr Mandela now lives. You're listening to the World News from the BBC. 
More than 140 people are now known to have died in the Indian state of West Bengal after drinking contaminated, illegally brewed alcohol. The toxic liquor was sold in drinking dens in a village about 70 kilometres from Calcutta. A doctor said the situation is grim as more victims of alcohol poisoning are being brought in. The British Ministry of Defence has announced that 13,500 military personnel will contribute to security during next year's Olympic Games in London. The deployment will be larger than Britain's military force currently based in Afghanistan. Our security correspondent Gordon Carrera reports. HMS Ocean, the largest ship in the Royal Navy fleet, will be berthed on the Thames in Greenwich. RAF Typhoon jets will be stationed at Northolt and specialist bomb disposal teams will be deployed next summer, all as part of the Olympic...